At the Last Supper, John tells us Jesus foretold his betrayal. Jesus told his betrayer what you were going to do, do quickly. And Judas then gets up and he leaves uh, to claim his pieces of silver. Jesus had just warned his disciples that he was going to go suffer and die for them. And then during the Last Supper, after Judas had betrayed him or had departed, uh, Jesus told his disciples, Now is the Son of Man glorified. At that point, that's when his glorification comes. His betrayal and death on the cross, his resurrection, his ascension, they're all steps on the way to his glorification in which he reigns as king in heaven. Jesus showed us that in the words of Paul and Barnabas, it is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. It's not going to be easy. We could say the lesson here is that true love involves self-gift, self-sacrifice. And that's never really easy. Jesus gave himself up completely for us. And in doing this, he showed us how it's done. He shows us how to love. It's fitting that our model of love then gave us a command to imitate him in today's gospel. He said, I give you a new commandment. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you also should love one another. And then he says, this is how all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. So what does this mean on a practical level? Well, if we're living our vocation, we should do it generously, evidently in a loving way. So this means husbands, give yourselves completely to your uh, wife and to children. Uh, Wives likewise. For us clergy, well, it means in imitation of Jesus' life, we're to give ourselves completely in service to you, the people, and out of love for our Lord. And every one of us is called, of course, to love not just family, but also our neighbors, and even, this is the really challenging part, our enemies. It doesn't mean we like them, it doesn't mean we're best friends with them, because to love means to will the good of the other want what is good for the other person, whether you like them or not. And the unexpected reality is that when we give of our gifts, of ourselves, for the good of others, we end up finding out that we ourselves are actually happier people. Even if our service of others, our loving acts towards others, cause us hardship and even pain. And this is why Christians have always given to and worked to support various charities. That's why Catholics were the ones to establish the first hospitals in the world, to build the first universities. Universities are a Catholic invention. And it's why various Catholic charitable organizations make up the largest portion of aid given to the poor around the entire world. Christianity from the beginning has been founded on this law of self-sacrificing love for neighbors and even for enemies. Uh, This unique generosity, the kind that's inspired by Jesus, has drawn countless people to our Catholic faith. This means, you know, um, we're Catholic, and then there's these evangelical Christian churches out there, right? But we're supposed to be evangelical as well, meaning we spread the good news. And our charity, 
is meant to be evangelical. It's supposed to spread the good news. People will see the generosity and self-sacrificing love that is evident in us Catholics, and they'll wonder, wow, where does that come from? Why do they love so much? Well, they'll come to know Jesus and understand. They'll join us here at Mass and understand. So while we may be annoyed, you know, when we have, like, special collections, um, before we dismiss those sorts of things, we seem to have them all the time here, we ought to learn more about them and ask God how he wants us to use, our, use us and our resources for good. Or, more close to home, when a neighbor right here in Stanley is in need, you know, whomever they are, we should ask ourselves if there's anything we can do to help. Or if the parish has a need, as it always does, for volunteers in various positions as it carries out its mission, which is meant to be evangelical, right? The parish is here not just to provide you a place to come and receive communion, but to come and be fed by the Eucharist and then to go out and to transform Stanley into a holier place and to invite others to come and join us here so they too have a better chance of being saints. They're supposed to be evangelical in that regard. So if there's a way you can help the parish uh, by contributing your abilities or time to aid our neighbors in their worship or to learn about our faith, well, ask God how he wants you to do that. Because when we give of our finances, our time, our prayers, our abilities to benefit those who have some need, we might find ourselves maybe tired out and spent. But we are obeying Jesus' command to love, and that can really be refreshing and encouraging. It can give us a happiness and even a joy that endures even when things get hard, And as I say, it's evangelical. It helps draw other people to Christ through us. So may we do just that. Come to know Jesus here in the church and let it uh, inspire us to acts of love and charity that will draw others closer to Christ as well. Amen.